Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. I am the host, the Honey Badger, here to give it to you straight and transparent about the RV business, and I'm here to inspire you again. I'm inspiring you again and again and again until the new year. If you're tired of inspiration, you're probably going to want to turn this podcast off. But what I am going to tell you is it's going to be different than the other episodes. And here's why. This is why this, this episode is going to be extremely amazing. It's because we're going to cover something that I started to cover a little bit in the last episode, but I'm going to expand on it. And that's the folks that want to wait till they retire. So if you didn't see, go to go to uh, episode twenty-three of season three here. <clears throat> if you if you didn't hear or don't know the story about Terry, uh, I'll give you a quick review. Terry was a customer I sold. Two and a half years he shopped for an RV. Was waiting till he retired. Was a postmaster uh, for the post office. Uh, the day he came. Bought an RV, bought, or bought a travel trailer, bought a truck, went to go pack it up, got diagnosed with uh, cancer, uh, collapsed, got diagnosed with cancer within three days of purchasing the trailer, was dead within 14 days after that. Never got to use a travel trailer once. Never got to go out to a national park one time because he wanted to get to his year number 40 to get his full retirement. By the way, guys, just to give you an idea, died at 58 years old. Okay, um, I want to expand on that because that seems to be so far a popular clip of the episode that you guys are watching, you guys listen to or watched either on YouTube, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your podcast from. <clears throat> um, it's it sicken. It no one doesn't sicken me. It frustrates me when I hear the words. Of somebody that works a nine to five, a career, someone that's sixty years old, never did anything, reads the brochures, goes to the shows. One day we're gonna sell the house and hit the road. It's always one day. One day when we retire. Oh, we're waiting till we retire. We're almost to retirement. And there's a lot of things that. First off, let me, let me, let me go back a little bit. If you own a business right now, or you're a person like a doctor or a nurse or a first responder where you're working 12, 15-hour days, six, seven days a week, or maybe because you want to do retirement early, or maybe you're trying to pay off your house quicker, you're working two jobs, maybe you know there's other little things, maybe surgeries or injuries that you're still recovering from, I understand that stuff. That stuff, I salute you. And I go, man, I hope to God you don't have to do that too long. Because I know what it's like to be a workaholic. I know what it's like to overwork. But even with me overworking and being a workaholic, I've always found time to do things like RVing. I have only taken seven total days off in the last six months. And yet I still found time to do two days at Kachuma Lake. In a motorhome. So just think about that. Even as busy as our life is, we can find time to do something. Now, if in your mind, and and, and you're gonna, you, you guys are gonna give me nasty comments about this, but 
in your mind, it's more important to watch the corporate news, Waters, Hannity, Cooper, the morons at MSNBC, you give them way more attention than you give yourself. Let's be honest. And the RV lifestyle, guys, isn't only about owning one. It's renting one, too. If you're one of those folks, I'll give you a great example. You have a set window every year where you could take a week off vacation. Or maybe you have two weeks, but you split them off into two sections. Maybe one section you're like, you know what? I want to go to Europe. Okay? But the next week you're like, maybe it'd be nice to go visit Zion or Yosemite or West Virginia, the, the Appalachian Mountains. Okay, rent one. Instead of saying, well, we'll stay in a cabin, and then you go, well, you know, we're sleeping in somebody's bed, and you're not very mobile, and you don't get to really experience the drive. You don't get to make all the stops. You're staying in hotels. You're not getting the full experience. So if that's the case, that, hey, man, we're going to wait to retire because while we're working, half of our vacation, we're going to go to an exotic island. We're going to go to the Mediterranean. Then the second half, don't just stay in hotels and cabins. Go rent one. Go rent a motorhome. Go rent a trailer. Go enjoy yourself with it. Because first off, let me tell you something about retirement and RVs. Okay? Are you ready for this? Retirement and RVs don't mesh well together if you're inexperienced at it. There are people out there, in general, that I have sold motorhomes to, fifth wheels to, especially 10, 12 years ago when I was really heavily just a salesperson, that would call me six months later wanting to sell it because they hate it. Okay. I had a guy once, just retired, super excited to hit the road, bought a big 45-foot Tiffin Allegro Red, or no, no, it was just an Allegro bus. It wasn't a Red. It was an Allegro bus. Back then, that bus was $320,000 and $330,000. And six months later, he's coming back with the damn motorhome saying, my wife and I hate this. Nothing was wrong with the motorhome. That's what was shocking. Normally, when somebody's angry and like, screw this, it's because everything goes wrong. Like, they get the 10% of RVs that have all the major freaking problems, right? You all know what I'm talking about. One, I always say between 1 out of 50 to 1 out of 100 RVs that get built suck. The rest of them, they always have their small problems, right? Everybody knows if you're an RV or currently listening to this, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's an earthquake on wheels. Little things come loose. Little things go wrong. Nothing major. There are people that have major problems. 
and that's what I thought this guy was having. No, everything worked great. He says that it was actually the first two nights was fun, and after we spent four months in it, we're like, to hell with this. So he took a $100,000 bath in it. If you include sales tax and all the upgrades he put on it, maybe it was less than that. Maybe it was an $80,000 bath. And I still follow him on Facebook. They're in five-star hotels everywhere. Room service! And what's interesting when you when I talked to both, and this is a while back when 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 we completed all the paperwork for buying the back of the bus. He was in he was in he was in for a little bit, and we we're just chit chatting. And I she came in, and they hated it for two different reasons. It was hilarious. She loved all the views, the campgrounds, but she said she couldn't sleep in the motorhome. It didn't matter what they did, she did. She could take sleeping pills, she tried music, she tried yoga before going to bed. Couldn't sleep in the damn motorhome. He hated unloading, packing up, setting up. Hated having to cook his own food. He thought, man, it'd be cool to barbecue like the old days when we had our kids were younger. And he's like, nah, to hell with that. I'm gonna, I, I want the food cooked for me and sent to me. I did not retire to work. And that's how he felt about it. But see, if they had gone out, they never owned one before, just to let you know. But if over the years, once a year, once every two years, they got in a motorhome, a little classy motorhome, rented one, and went out, they already known that before they retired. So beyond... Me telling you, stop listening to Fox News, stop listening to CNN, stop listening to Robert Kiyosaki, stop listening to idiot people that want your face glued to the television so they can make more money. Do I want to make money? Yes. But I want to make money inspiring you, not beating you to death with every political bullshit story that comes out and then they take the same story every day and they twist it into little clips that are different it's like attention now it's like golden retrievers sniffing for money pet me and then pay me pet me and pay me pet me and pay me i mean that's what it feels like everybody in the corporate media from new york times to new york post to the freaking fresh and fit podcast all the militaristic right wing guys and these left wing green peas it's like dude we're bombarded. We are bombarded with negative crap every day. Why do we let it control our lives? I don't understand. I don't get it. So why are we waiting? Why is there this big thing about we're waiting till retirement? Yeah, we're going to wait till retirement. We're going to wait till the stars align. Ugh. don't wait to do stuff and I'm talking about motorhomes and travel trails and camping maybe your thing here's the interesting thing maybe your thing is laying on a yacht in the middle of the Mediterranean or maybe 
living on a sailboat and traveling around the world in a sailboat. My friend, Bear, I love Young. Young is uh, probably one of my favorite sales guys I ever trained. And I'm probably going to get a lot of flack from that if any of my guys listen. But look, he was my... There, there were five major protégés of mine. There were five guys that, to me, have made it in life. And I was glad to mentor them. One of them is Bear. We, his real name's Young. Young has done every job you can think of from being a, <laughs> a bouncer at a strip club to uh, selling gold and silver bars over the phone to all the people go, it's fiat money, the paper fiat money. Well, guess what? Gold ain't worth anything either. <laughs> gold is a metal that it can be used for different applications, but in reality, if there was no money... Gold would be fake to fake money too. But we won't get into that. <laughs> so Bear did that all Bear did all that. He comes in at the age of 45 years old, broke, sleeping in the back of his car, driving Uber and Lyft, just to be able to get something to eat and pay some bills and be able to give his kids some money. And now he has fulfilled his dream and lives on a boat in the harbor, in Oxnard Harbor. Lives on a boat. It's not the best boat in the world, guys. No, it's not. It's not a brand new shiny one. It's a used one that he fixed up from the bottom. But the smile on that man's face, it's ear to ear, baby. Why? Because I pushed him to do it. He kept telling me it was a dream of his and... You know, I'm going to wait till I have all the cash in the bank before I do it. And I'm like, dude, if you don't do it now, while it's in your head, you're never going to do it. You have some money to put down, go get a loan. I won't qualify. Sure enough, he qualified. Sure enough, he had a payment now. Well, a very big payment. I think it was like a thousand bucks a month. It was cheaper than an apartment, but it was his. It was a short-term, sixty. I think it was a thirty-six or forty-eight month loan, and he paid it off early. I think he paid it off in like two and a half years, like thirty months. It was his. He's got the pink slip. Built, rebuilt his credit with it, where he could go buy a new car with you know at a zero percent interest rate type of thing. He's got a couple credit cards now that he gets points on. He's rebuilt his life. He's 50, 52 years old now. And that man is happier than pig shit. And happier than a fly on pig shit. And now he's doing his dream job, which is selling boats in the harbors. And you can't get that man down. Even in a down economy where high interest rates are high and blah, blah, blah. He still has the attitude like he looks around and he goes, there's opportunity here. That's all it's in his head. There's opportunity here. It doesn't matter who the president of the United States is. I'm going to make money either way. That's his attitude. I'll fit he in his mind. It's like I'll figure out how to get out, get out of the IRS. I'll figure out how to pay them less. I'll figure it out. All up here. It's all mental up here, guys. 
everything we deal with in our world is mostly up here. It's all psychological. The day I turned off the corporate news was the day my life got better. The day I turned off every podcast except for Joe Rogan and Stephen A. Smith, my life got better. When I started having my entertainment be Mr. Beast, when I started having my entertainment be stuff that was funny, hilarious, not having to worry about things that don't affect my family or don't affect me, it's freedom baby freedom do I still look at news yeah I read about current events that happen when there's shootings when there's you know an arrest or a new law that gets passed I read about it then I go actually read the damn law instead of worrying about how twisted somebody's going to make it out to be. I don't listen to bullshit that comes out of people's mouths about what Jerome Powell said. I actually go and watch the entire film of what Jerome Powell says so that way I know exactly what's being said, not what somebody twisted it to be to fit their narrative. Congratulations. If you've made it this far in the podcast, it means that you understand. We're 17 minutes into this thing, which means that if you're still with me, you're starting to look in the mirror and go, wow. And I'm talking about the metaphorical mirror. Boy, this guy, he's got some, he's got a big sack on him. No, I don't. I just don't. I don't, I don't have anything to fear anymore. I feared everything for years, guys. I feared losing my job over anything I said or anything I did. I feared my job. I, f- I feared losing my family over anything I did or anything I said. I fear getting canceled on my podcast. I used to fear about, you know, two year, a year and a half ago when I started this podcast, I thought, oh, God, I'm going to get in big trouble. You know, I, I, I was scared to start this podcast. I thought... Oh, God, Pete Legal and Bob Martin, which are the two biggest names in the RV wholesale and factory side of business. If they start listening to my podcast, they're going to blacklist me from the, the industry. Camping World's going to get mad at me. You know, I'm never going to be hireable again. I was scared for years to do this podcast and do my YouTube channel. My YouTube channel, originally, the original YouTube channel, HBRV Lifestyle, was just used to do walkthrough videos for the back end of all of our websites. We had five stores at the time, and it was just for that. Nothing else. It wasn't for any other purpose, and it evolved in what it is today. 8,100 subscribers, 2 million views this year. And I've gotten bolder and bolder with what I'm saying, because I'm realizing that they're not going to do anything to me because all I'm doing is speaking the truth. I'm not offending anybody. I'm not calling anybody any names. I'm not calling anybody out by name. I'm not putting anybody on blast. I'm putting the education in front of people so that way people feel comfortable to buy an RV if that's their dream. Not all this negative crap that's thrown out on the internet all the time. I give them the good. I give them the bad. I give you the good. I give you the bad. I give you the horrible. I give you the wonderful. I give you both. Because when I give you both, 
It gives you a better informed decision. What time is it? No. Almost shower time. So those are just the things I, I, I want you to, to think about, okay, is don't be afraid to chase your dream. Now, obviously, if your dream is sick and, and, and psychotic, like, you know, doing something to children or killing people, that, that's, that's, that's not a dream. That's just sick. I'm talking about if your, your dream was that you wanted to get on a boat and, and travel in a sailboat around the Caribbean. If you wanted to get your pilot's license and fly to Alaska, or if you wanted to always ride a camel into the middle in the Middle East and the Egyptian desert, maybe, and go visit the pyramids, that's what I'm referring to. Don't let the corporate media and the freaking podcasters that are after nothing but attention and money stop you from living your life, folks. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it! (laughs) Until next time. Oh, one more thing. Uh, Today is the last episode before Christmas. So today is the 21st. I will not be posting anything or commenting on anything the 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and 25th. Our next episode will be December 26th. Uh, Until next time, we'll see you soon. Merry Christmas.